Welcome to Stage Right. I am your host, John Thorne. This is day seven of our 12 days of Christmas. My guest today is one of my dear friends, Anthony Salee from Whiteheart, from Michael W. Smith, from everybody in Nashville. He's played with tons and tons of people. Anthony and I have known each other now for almost 35 years. So, anyways, I will get to Anthony here in just a minute. The 12 Days of Christmas, just a reminder, it's sponsored by Worldwide Thorn Desktop Pedal Boards, great for recording studios or live performance. If you're interested in a desktop pedal board, email me, john at stagerightpodcast.com, john at stagerightpodcast.com. I will get you the information. And uh, Billy Smiley called me this morning. Billy will be my day six tomorrow, but Billy called and purchased a desktop pedal board. So that was quite a way to wake up. All right. So without further ado, my dear friend, amazing bass player, one of my favorite, favorite musicians and favorite people, Mr. Anthony Salee. I hope you enjoy this. Have a great day and I hope you're having a great Christmas week. So here it is, day seven with Anthony Salee. Hey, man. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Man, how do you record these things? (laughs) I don't know if I ever asked you that. I record through my Steinberg interface into into Logic. Ah, okay. Gotcha. And I just have an adapter that goes from my phone into... It's a, what do they call those, Thunderbolt plug-in things? And it just an adapter okay. that comes out from that to an eighth inch, and I run an adapter to the... Uh, to you the, just go straight in and record it. Yeah, I got you. I straight in. Simple, simple. Simple, simple. What's quiet right now, there's the guy next door to me. He's clearing off some land back there. No worries. Like maybe a couple hundred yards away, but every once in a while it gets loud. Uh, so... Well, we can make our Christmas bells louder than his backhoe. <laughs> there you go. It's funny. We'll just add sound effects. Ring, ding, ling. Mm-hmm. Make it sound like the elves are back there building a condo. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're busy, y'all. Okay, so let's get to day seven with Anthony Salee. This is the Anthony Salee holiday special. Day seven, 12 days of Christmas. Stage right with John Thorne. All right, so the official welcome. Elves, put your hands together, drop your hammers, and give a warm welcome to my really, really dear friend, Mr. Anthony Salee. How you doing there, dude? I'm doing great. Are you, Mr. (laughs) Thorne? I'm good. (laughs) So I will publicly say thank you again for dinner. We had dinner a couple months back. Oh, yeah, you're, you're welcome. So absolutely good, good times, good times. The good times keep rolling. That's right. All right. So day seven, which means I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'm going to do. A, I'm going to bounce around a little bit, but we're going to keep okay. with the theme of day seven. Okay. List. Give me your seven favorite bass guitars you've played, and what tour you might have played them on. Oh man, you know, I get asked this a lot because you know the number one is the white jazz and i've played it on 
pretty much everything through my whole career. Yes. Um, and it was on all the Whiteheart records, obviously. Um, and then I had a guy just a couple nights ago asked me about, uh, he didn't realize that I'd actually played Rickenbackers on ah. those White Heart records. And yep. so probably number two would be that Chris Squire Rick, um, which are kind of rare now, but sounded killer. Uh, the Padula five string fretless. Yes. That was featured on a bunch of the songs powerhouse. I don't know that I actually played that on Highlands, but um, I would say those are three and I played some others on those records that I don't have anymore. Dude, during powerhouse, you had a five or a six string. What was that? That was a, uh, was it a Dean? No, not Dean. Uh, what's the brand name of that? Well, the J, I bought the JD from you later, but you had, I had, it had Bartolini's in it. Yes. I don't remember the brand name. I can't either. And it was like, the neck was just so wide. Kind of reminded me of a surfboard. Yeah, but it played for, to me, it played good. Sure. And I played it live. I think I played it on that early Jag record. Ah, world in town now you know what i do remember you played on that didn't you play a guild five string also on there it was the guild it was the guild and it was kind of a wine colored bass yes yeah that was and it had bartolini's in it but the one i'm thinking didn't you have a a wood grain colored like a stained and it seemed i thought for sure you had a five string that was like had a really wide neck i've got video of it you know what i had a I had, when I first moved to town, I think it was a uh, Fender made a six string. Oh, it was a six. It was a six. And, and they had built that uh, line, but it didn't last very long. Yeah. And what's the cat's name in town? Jazzer guy, Roy. Uh, I'm trying to remember his last name. Anyway, I hadn't seen him in 30 years. But he actually bought that bass. Uh, I don't know if Bill has it, but... Uh, I guess re- you know more recently I've been playing uh some of these moon jazz basses and one's a P bass and they've got Aguilar pickups, hmm. the hot pickups in them. Right. And uh, a buddy of mine, Brandon Hiller, is going to send me a set of those old Seymour Duncan pickups that Jimmy Lee has in his gold jazz. Oh yeah, it's forever. He's got an extra pair of them and we were talking and he's like i'll send you those <laughs> cool <laughs> nice i'm gonna check check them out see what they sound like so very good we'll have some com- some comparison <laughs> i don't know if that was seven but that was quite a few well okay so to make sure it was seven let's talk about the jd that i bought from you okay yeah, where, yeah. Did, where did you get that i bought it at corner did you really from, from jd i walked in there you know, of course, huge Mark King fan. That's what he played at the time. And I was like, that's cool. I don't even remember what I traded him. Maybe a cab and something else. Uh, and ended up with that bass. Well, I bought it from you because I needed a five string for the Wayne Watson tour. Yep. I remember that. I remember going to the rehearsal in Franklin. Yep. And as soon as the tour was over, I sold it. Well, actually, you know what? Oh, my gosh. The tour had ended. And I was out with you guys road managing a show 
and we were you guys were playing a youth conference in Columbus, Ohio, and a guy in Columbus, Ohio bought it from me. Really? I was road managing that weekend. Huh. So I took it to Columbus because you guys were playing there and huh. and that's I sold it as soon as the Wayne Watson tour was over because I just realized, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is just <laughs> I'm just not meant for this. So then when I, later on, when, after you left and I ended up in Whiteheart, I actually had a P bass that I strung. Okay. B, B E A D. And I just lost the G string. I played a four string, but it was strung with the lower four. Yeah. yeah. And played invitation with that. With that. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is uh, back when I was in Fort Smith, I had a BB 3000. And I, I would string it like that. Of course, it's P and J, and I would string it exactly like that, and it sounded killer. Okay, so you brought it up because one of the best sounding basses I've ever had was a, a BB three thousand, and uh, Jackie Street played a BB five thousand, which was the oh, same yeah. thing with five. Yeah. Talk about that bass. Uh, you know, I've owned two of those. Uh, I think Jackie's was white. Uh, and the last time I ended up with one of those bases was on that 2014 White Heart reunion, oh, Australia yeah. thing, because I, I felt like I wanted to at least try to give uh, all of those songs over the years the same tones and sounds, you know, that Tommy got or, you know, or Lund got, you know, those kinds of things. So, right. But man, I had a hard time playing. I love the sound of it. Uh, but I had a hard time playing it because the neck's so thin. It's almost almost like playing a five string jazz bass with a thin four string. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just I was like, man, I love the sound, but uh, Jada Marcus actually, his wife, he showed this to me. I guess maybe a year ago. He's got one that looks brand new and it's white. Oh no! His way. wife, his wife got him. Think for Christmas. Nice. I said, man, how in the world did she find that? Like, it looks like it's brand new. Jeez, nice. So, hey, you mentioned Jackie's being white, but Jackie's was actually black. Was it black? Yeah. I was no, thinking it was white. You're right. It, it was black. That's right. <laughs> well, okay. So, the only real, the only concrete reason I have to uh, verify this is you and I, at the end of our lease on Lakeland Drive out in Donaldson, you moved into the Janus house in the summer of 90. Okay. And I didn't move into the Janus house till the next fall, six months later. And I went out with Russ Taff as his stage manager whenever I wasn't playing. Uh And Margaret, you know, was not as busy that summer. So I went out with Russ a lot and took care of Jackie every night and was Russ's guitar tech. Gotcha. And I was lucky enough to watch him every night. Well, I tell you, this is crazy. So in, this is in my mind. This is what I'm seeing. So I watched Jackie play Metals Tour <laughs> in the same arena that I saw Kenny Loggins and Nathan East play. No way. Nathan East played a white BB-5000. Yep. And I guess Jackie played a black BB-5000. Yep. Uh, Jackie sounded better. Nathan, yeah, well, I'm serious. Oh, I know. Well, (laughs) I've never seen someone so shy and quiet get so much out of their fingers. Oh, man. I have nothing but love and respect for Jackie Street. Okay. All right. So, question number two Christmas ham or Christmas turkey? Uh, Both. 
Both. But but I think uh, Ham would win out. Cool. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. Favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, man. Uh, Probably The Elf. Oh, man. That's, that's mine, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like a lot of different movies, too, though. But, yeah, I'd say that. Just fun, fun times. So. All right. Okay. Favorite Christmas song? Ava Maria. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love that. Threw me a curve. I mean, I mean you know, I like some lolly of stuff, but that one's pretty moving. Yeah, it is. Now, when, when did you discover that song? Uh... Well, probably when I was younger, but I've I've played it a lot over the years. Yeah, you know, and you know, uh, different Christmas concerts and all that kind of stuff. So it's always a, a very emotional song. You know, I right. like that. I like the emotions of songs. So okay, let's see. There you go. Question that was number- a little out there. You probably thought <laughs> Little Drummer Boy. But- no, but okay. <laughs> all right, you brought it up. This is not yeah. going to be part of the seven because this you ran a, a sidebar on me. Sidebar, yeah. Talk about that. That's like become. In fact, I was talking to Billy about it earlier today. That's become like a almost like a Christian cult classic. Oh yeah. Well, what was fun is you know we'd play it in the middle of the summertime at the best. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just to throw throw everybody a complete curveball. Right. But uh, you know what's funny is somebody posted up a bunch of video recently on facebook and one of the songs we were playing was little drummer boy oh that's awesome it was actually me playing which is that's that that stuff is kind of rare you hardly see very much video footage right right just just that time you know there wasn't (sighs) camera phones and all that stuff so yep you guys made it a great song yeah, I love playing that song live. Right. Okay, so Rick called me the other day and actually rubbed in the fact that the Titans beat the Dolphins. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. He didn't know. Who were the guys that played on that track? Uh, well, that, I think that was just the Freedom guys. I, that, I think that was Tommy, Gordon, and Chris. Okay. And Billy, you know, Billy, of course, Gersh. I would have to say... Out of all the songs you didn't play on the White Heart albums, that track sounds to me like you. Oh, well, yeah. I think it's just the octave thing, the octave vibe. Well, that, but, you know, like on the outro, like some of those closing licks, dude, I hear that and think, right. and just think, oh, man, that's Anthony, even though it's not Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it was fun playing it live because I play, I play like that. So, well, and it's probably you know that I've heard you play it a hundred times like that live. <laughs> but honestly, it to me that's that's just a, it's a great song. But yeah, I love it. I love the vocals in it. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Question five. Ready. Ready. What is your favorite album? I'll even. I'll even let you go to a track if you have a track instead of an album. But what is the the favorite album for any artist that you've played on? Oh man, uh, 
tracks. Man, there's so many. How about how about the most recent thing that? Well, one of the most recent things you sent me, which is your version of Eleanor Rigby. Oh well, yeah. I mean, holy! I, I need to release that. You do need to release it. Yeah, it's. Um, is it is it not out anywhere? No, I haven't released it yet. But no, I love that song, and I just I just wanted to do a remake of it, which is a total, you know, game change from what I normally do. But sure, it was it was fun, you know. Well, let me know if you want to release it on this episode. I'll drop it in. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I love it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, it's, it's I mean everything's done. I just need to hit go. Yeah. And so so yeah. Well, yeah, I think everybody will like it's a rocking tune. I mean, I it's maybe not Whiteheart rocking like that, but it's <laughs> no, but it's pretty rocking. It's Beatles rocking though. It's rocking the Beatles is what it is. Well, thank you, man. All right, so I've got two questions left. Question number six: What is your favorite Christmas present you received as a child? Oh man, uh, probably a vehicle. <laughs> 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 something to get you down the road <laughs> something to get me down the road yeah my my dad i remember pulling up with a a, a wine colored cutlass supreme which you know you would think but i didn't care because right. of, you know i didn't care what it looked like i was just glad to have a vehicle yeah you know <laughs> for sure i i didn't have to drive my mom's car and then people when i was driving down the road say mama car you and your mama's car. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I, I think that would be it. Oh man. So your mama. <laughs> your mama's a trip. Oh yeah. All right. She, she's a character. She is a sure. character. And <laughs> I love the way she interacts with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. All right. One more question and then I'll let you go. All right. So you've done a lot of things, played on a lot of sessions, played on a lot of tours. If I said to you, Anthony, you get one Christmas wish for 2024, give me an artist or a tour that you would love to do that you haven't done yet. Oh man. I just, uh, I guess the only thing that would, that would not be one artist. That would just be, uh, I've never really done like a big stadium tour. Yeah you know, where that's what you do, Yep. you know, for a year. For sure. And then, you know, there's not tons, tons of artists that actually are doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, unless it's more like a Garth Brooks or something like that. <laughs> right. Oh, oh my gosh. I just thought of this. Okay. I have to ask you, my youngest daughter is a Swifty. <laughs> would you, would you ever consider doing Taylor Swift? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, probably not. But I do, I do like the fact that she, she likes a lot of artists that yes, like uh, Sean Colvin. Yeah, she thinks Sean Colvin is it. Yeah, which I love Sean Colvin's music. You know, followed it for, you know, since the first record. But right, I like the fact that she's into all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm not. Not really my vibe. So you'll love this. <laughs> my, my daughter goes to the concert. She comes back. She comes over one night for dinner. Oh, my gosh. And she starts telling me about the concert. She came in on this, like, out of the lights. They lowered her down on this pod that came out of the lights, and there was smoke and everything. And I said, come here. 
I took her in. I pulled up YouTube and I showed her Kiss from like 1978. Oh, my land. And I said, look, I love that you love Taylor Swift, but this was not original. Kiss has been doing this since the 70s. That's right. This has been around. It's been around, man. It is. They're just rehashing it. But, you know, now it's all on tracks. I mean, not that she's not singing. I'm just saying. I show's choreographed. I know it. You know, it's killing me. I'm dying a slow death out here. Dying a slow death. I like that. Uh, uh, I don't even know what it's called. The Vegas Globe. Oh yeah, that, the sphere. That pictures of YouTube. Yeah, and it, I'm not. I'm at YouTube, and the, you know all of the photography and the whole thing circled you. I, I want to go see that, which I think would be kind of cool. Yeah, it's pricey. So, <laughs> have you looked into yeah, it? I, I have not. No, I've not looked at it at all. But. I think it's a couple grand. Is it really? Or maybe it's a grand a piece. So if you take a date, it's a couple grand. <laughs> well, I think it could, man, that's an experience. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. That's totally. way different than a stadium. I mean, that thing's huge. Yeah, it literally is almost like virtual reality. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I've got a couple friends that have been, and they said it's ridiculous. Awesome. I mean, it's the sound, like, off the charts, just like the video. All of it, all yep. Stuff. Yep. Wow. They said it's just immersive and complete <laughs> wow now the closest Amazing. thing i've ever had to that was pink floyd okay but yeah i would love to go see it at some point you know maybe we can yeah. head out to vegas yeah man you know it's gonna be around for a while they gotta pay for it yeah <laughs> gotta pay for it <laughs> exactly they gotta pay they gotta pay for it <laughs> too funny yeah, ma'am. Well, dude, I I love and appreciate you. Love you too, my friend. Stopping by on this holiday festive Anthony Salee holiday special. Holiday special, Anthony Salee. So I remember when you got the key to the city of Fort Smith. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm giving you. I'm officially giving you the key to the North Pole today. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Anthony Salee day on the North Pole. Anthony Salee day. Yeah, it was. He was a high school one of my high school teachers, and then he became the mayor. Oh, that's awesome. Mayor Ray Baker. Nice. <laughs> he was always cool. <laughs> that's so cool. Yep. All right, bud. Listen, I hope you get down there in January, but I'll see you soon. Okay. Sounds good, man. Talk to you soon. Have Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> see ya. All right. See ya. Bye.